Hello, I am Dr. Rodney Barlow, and I want to welcome you to my podcast. What I will be sharing on this podcast will be my next lesson entitled, Have Faith in God. He is the God of Hope. But before I begin, I want to start by thanking you for tuning in on this podcast, for leaving your reviews, for subscribing, and sharing with your friends and family what you liked and what you learned from this teaching. And I also ask, let us connect through my social media platforms, and please share with me how this teaching or series has been a blessing and a source of encouragement to you. With that being said, let's begin this next lesson. Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, and Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God. You see, God is the object of our faith. Notice Jesus did not say have faith in faith. But he said, have faith in God, because God is omnipotent, God is all-powerful, God is all-knowing, God is all-seeing. And Jesus says here, he's teaching the disciples, and he's teaching us to have faith in God. You see, when you're feeling hopeless, I want to encourage you, don't give up hope. Why? Because the enemy desire is to steal your hope. But hope is the goal setter for your faith, and your faith need a goal. And I'm reminded of the scripture in Hebrews chapter 11 says, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to say that again. Faith being the substance of things that you desire. See, things that you needing could be a miracle, could be wisdom, could be patience, could be finances. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not saying. Faith gives substance to hope, and the process results in victory. When hope is missing, faith cannot produce. You see, faith results in good reports. I'm reminded of the scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 4. It says, for to him that is joined, to all the living, there is hope for a living dog. Is better than a dead lion. You see, when you're born again, God by covenant guarantees you a living hope on all issues of life. Jesus said it like this in John 15, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he take away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges that it may bring forth more fruit. Notice what he said in verse 1, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. So to be joined to Jesus is to be joined to the living God. Therefore, we are not hopeless. However, the enemy tried to convince you of the hopelessness of your situation, but you are not hopeless. He tried to get you to look at the, what tradition says, what the facts say, what medical science say. And, but thank God, we're going to look at what God says. You see, Jesus says, have faith in God, and then he is the God of hope. Why do I have faith in God? Because God is the God of hope. Romans 15, verse 13 says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope. How? Through the power of the Holy Ghost. See, God is the God of hope, and he wants to fill you with all joy and peace that you keep on believing, that you may abound. Why? Because faith results in good reports. You know, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 2 says, For by it elders obtain a good report. How did they obtain a good report? 
because what we said in verse 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith results in a good report. You know, the prophet Isaiah says, you know, whose, whose report shall you believe? I choose, I choose to believe in the report of the Lord. Verse 2 says, through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. You see, the world was framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. You see, Genesis chapter 18, I'm reminded of Abraham and Sarah. You see, God spoke to Abraham, and, and God spoke to Sarah, and God told them that they're going to have a promised child. But it did not come to pass immediately. But you know what? What was Sarah's response when God gave that promise? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, saying Shall I of surety bear a child which am old? So you see, when God spoke that word, Sarah laughed. And not only that, but not only she laughed, but she lied. But guess what happened? Verse 14 says, Is there anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son, and the word of the Lord came to pass. So although it looks like impossible, know that God's word will come to pass. But you must know he's the God of hope. You see, not only that Sarah had to believe, but Abraham had to believe, too. What, what made the difference? Because he knew God as a God of hope. Romans 4.18 says, Who against hope believed in hope, when all natural hope is gone, get some Bible hope. Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. You may be in a place of barrenness. You may be in a place of emptiness. You may be in a place that looks like there is an impossible situation. You may be at your Red Sea. But how many know that you have God with you? Because God said, I would never leave you nor forsake you. So I encourage you, whatever you do, do not give up and hold on to what God has said. Hold on to what God is saying to you. For the Bible says, the prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah 43 Verse 18 and 19, it says, Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. When, the Bible says, now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Listen to that. God is saying, he, God said, hey, I will do a new thing. And now it shall spring forth. And God wants you to have eyes to see and discern it and sense. That God said, even if I have to make a way in the wilderness, I'm God. Even I got to make a river in the desert, I am God. See, God, God is the one who created the heaven and earth. So there's nothing, nothing too hard for God. So once we believe that there's nothing too hard for God, we can put our faith and our trust in God. I like what Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 5 says, And thou knowest not what is the way of the Spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child. Even so, thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. In other words, we don't know how the bones grow. We don't know how everything, how the baby um, comes to being. But one thing we do know, that God is behind it all. God is the one who makes all. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 5 in the Message Bible says it like this. Just as you'll never understand the mystery of life forming an appraised woman, so you'll never understand totally the mystery at work and all that God does. So what we have to do, 
we have to put our faith in God. Say that my faith is in God, and I'm going to do the word of God. I'm going to comply with the principles of the covenant, and I'm going to see God work on my behalf. What I'm going to do, I'm going to do what the psalmist says. In Psalms 121, I will lift up my eyes to the hills, for whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and the earth. What are you going to do? Make up your mind. Says, I'm going to do what James in chapter 1. Guess what? I'm, I'm, not going to be, I'm, not going to be, I'm not going to waver in my faith. I'm not going to be double-minded because the Bible says, let that man, do, let that man not to expect to receive anything from the Lord. But what am I going to do? I'm going to put my trust in God. For the psalmist says, Psalm 62, trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before God. God is a refuge for us. So know there's nothing too hard for God. Have faith in God. Have faith in the covenant of God. Apply the covenant principles. And I am in agreement with you that you shall receive that covenant promise miracle child. God bless you.